What's up, everybody? Bradley with the Insurance Guys Podcast here. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about this week's sponsor. If you pay any attention to the Independent Agency channel, you know there's no hotter buzzword right now than VAs or virtual assistants. This week's sponsor, I'm proud to say, is CoverDesk, who offers an innovative client solution for agencies to outsource client-facing VAs. Created by agency veteran Andy Priesman, owner of Greenway Insurance. People, this is not your typical VA company. They offer a proven system of recruiting highly educated virtual assistants, ensuring consistent performance for your agency. With their experience, they're able to help you design a program that is just right for you and your agency. They implement by onboarding and training each VA in foundational insurance skills. Visit CoverDesk on the web at www.coverdesk.com or email them at hello at coverdesk.com or you can call them and tell them that the insurance guys sent you. Please do at 512-879-3345. Guys, give CoverDesk a ring. I promise you, you will not regret it. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he is a six foot three sophomore from Severland, Alabama, parade first team All-American, rivals five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and my friend, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Great, Scott. How are you? Best I have ever been. Bradley, I am fired up about this podcast today, brother. We have lots of people on this podcast. I don't know that I have ever had somebody on the podcast that has as much energy and as much drive and determination as the guy that we have on this podcast today. And if you want to talk about thinking outside the box and getting out of your comfort zone, brother, this guy's done it. I know you and I have had conversations about our topic today. Uh, I'm just really excited about having him on the show. Before we get started, insurance agents from around the world, our mission on this podcast is to help you guys in any way we can. Doesn't matter what the topic is. If we find a topic that we feel like you guys are starved to hear about, we're going to discuss it on this podcast. And I always get excited when we have a guest on that's talking about something that we've never talked about. And today we have that. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce him. He is originally from Willowick, Ohio and lives in Mentor, Ohio. He is married to the beautiful Michelle and he is the agency owner of Urbania Insurance in Mentor, Ohio. He is also the CEO of the Agency Cluster. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor to introduce to you today, first-time guest on the Insurance Guys podcast, I give to you Mr. Ken Urbania. How are you, Ken? Thanks, Scott. I'm very humbled to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you so much for being here. I do consider you a friend, and you have helped me out tremendously As I was saying earlier, I'm about to give away what the podcast is going to be about today. When we were going through this transition from a nationwide exclusive agency to independent about six months ago, 
we were looking at how we were going to get new carriers on board. Were we going to go direct and just try to get as many of them as we could directly, very much like what uh, Bradley did down in his agency? Or were we going to go the route of the aggregator cluster? And as I was going through and looking at the different possibilities, I, I just could never get a piece about what I was seeing in terms of buy-in, buy-out, some of the other things I was seeing with these agency clusters and aggregators. And as I told you earlier, it was like you were an angel that just kind of fell in my lap like the week that I was trying to make that decision. And so far, it has been an extremely good decision for our agency because we have access to a lot of carriers that we normally or would not have had access to. So thank you very much for what you've done for our agency. Justin does a wonderful job. Compliment to you on your hiring of him. He's a rock star, no question. He is a rock star. So Ken, climbing my DeLorean and talk to me and tell the 250,000 insurance agents listening to this podcast how you got into the insurance industry and then just kind of bring us up to today. Sure. 25 years ago, became a scratch agent, spent 10 years with that company, and then was recruited over to Nationwide Insurance in 2005. Spent a year uh, starting over, but I had a little seed book from Nationwide until my no-compete was up, and I started bringing my clients that I developed over those 10 years over to our agency. From there, we grew it. We sold a lot of life insurance with the Nationwide programs. You had to sell a lot of life insurance or you were going to be out of business at that time. I spent a lot of time with my manager, Larry Cahill, which we've talked about him before. Larry's my greatest uh, asset I had as a new nationwide agent. He, uh, he kept me grounded and uh, made sure I didn't misstep anywhere. From there, we started training other agents, giving classes for nationwide at life and commercial. And Larry was great at doing roundtable meetings and developed a lot of relationships with nationwide corporately and through all the agents around Northeast Ohio and and uh, other states close by. So on top of that, uh, I love Nationwide. My kids were raised on all their trips and their vacations. Uh, I bleed blue thoroughly and the opportunity to go independent came up and life started changing very quickly for us. There's never been anything truer than, than that statement. You know, I don't, I don't know how long ago it was, but it wasn't too long ago that you were an agency owner. And I'm assuming at some point in time, you were in the same boat that I was relative to making decisions on what you were going to do July the 1st of 2020, which is coming up here very shortly. What made you swim out against the current and decide that you wanted to start what is known now as the agency cluster? Well, first of all, I'm friends with all the agents. Scott, everybody's like you guys. They're all lost, didn't know what to do. I was one of those. By the time we did some creative mergers with some smaller agents around here, and we started looking at buying independence, getting ready for that move, and started seeing the uh, contracts for the other aggregators on those independents we were going to buy. Example, we tried to buy one that had 335000 in revenue. The buyout was 165000 to get them on the contract. Then Nationwide uh, starts pushing the buttons about when we're going independent. Those aggregators started coming knocking on our door. And my business partner, Gary Hines, and I started looking at the contracts and we decided maybe we should try to do this different. Do something better for the agents. Be the better 
the better group for the agents, where they can come on board, participate in a group co-op type business, develop their agencies, and win with revenue. So we put a plan together, presented it to Nationwide, and we were lucky and honored to get a contract from Nationwide with some fixed bonuses for our agents. And at that time, I think we had $140 million in premium in our friends and group here. Uh, it's grown a lot since then. We've jumped from $140 million that our goal would be well over $2 billion is the goal for us by the end of this year. So I, as Gary always puts it, we're in a marathon, but we're sprinting at the, first, at the start of this marathon. So uh, we haven't stopped. Uh, I can try to talk to everybody. I appreciate the podcast. Well, I couldn't talk to everybody, so I picked nine of the greatest agents across the country to be my representatives slash, we call them our platform agents. And they ran with it, and we jumped from $300 million to $500 million to $800 million to over a billion dollars in a matter of months. But the reason we were able to jump that way is we set up the back-end processes first. We partnered up with International Excess, guys named Mark Pender, Jason Grimm, and Joy, and they already had 1,800 agents that they dealt with on uh, excess lines down to the policy level. They had the back-end support for us. They had a call center. So we built it before we got the agents. And once it got built, the carriers came to us and said, wow, you're the first group. You're the most mature aggregator with no customers. And we ran with it from there. So I want these agents to hear what I had a hard time believing. When you and I first started talking, Ken, I'm in discussions with Bradley about what you guys were doing. And Bradley is like, come on, man, there's a catch. There's got to be a catch somewhere. Talk to the 250,000 insurance agents about what makes you different, about what makes the cluster different from the buy-in, the buy-out, all that stuff. First of all, the buy-in for all of us as nationwide agents was terrible because we're spending money on getting new software for our agencies, new phone systems, new management, everything we're going to have to do, hiring people to train the staff. It's just a lot. Even though Nationwide raised our commissions last fall, that, that extra money is going to develop the agent to jump into the independent world. We've probably been a little spoiled from Nationwide over the years who we didn't buy any of that stuff. So we just had to figure it out. So sitting down, we decided let's put a a toolbox together that the agents could use, whether it's a life platform, outside markets, commercial markets. We try to keep it to under five or six pieces and then we built it out from there. The aggregator model, I understand it thoroughly. We decided to be the disruptor in the aggregator model. We don't wanna put those handcuffs and hooks on the agents. We wanna earn our stripes every day for them. So we have a low cost to join, which is just a monthly cost. Uh, we vet the agents out, of course, and we have a great relationship with the independent carriers. On top of that, we cheated because we had such a good group of nationwide agents. I mean, nationwide agents are the best agents. They're well-trained. Their loss rates are great. When I say cheated, it means that the other carriers want us. And it was able to bring in the other carriers into those appointments and get some contracts to help make more revenue for our agents going forward. The key is to stay with nationwide and, and bleed blue. But there's always a need for access to other, other opportunities. One thing we're doing for sure, Scott, is we're going to be a true partner with Nationwide since they've treated my family so well for so many years. We're going after the independent agents. We're offering the same deal to independent agents after July 1st. And 
we're going to be referring those agents to Nationwide to help build up our base because 90% of our premium is with Nationwide. We support the ones who support us. Right. Tell our audience, I want these agents to hear, let's say somebody joins the cluster or the agency collective and for whatever reason, they decide they just eat a bad piece of pizza one night, they wake up, they want to get out of it. This is what blew my mind. What's the buyout? There is no buyout. Send me an email. We'll help you go where you want to go. If you can find a better deal that's out there than ours, we'll all join it. So we're we're trusting ourselves to give the best deal out there. Now we don't fit everybody. I, I get that, you know, but in the big picture, we're leaving and becoming independent for the first time in what, seventy five years plus at nationwide these agents. Why would we want to own us again? So I'm not own anybody. I'm out to uh, it's a co op. We're out to work together to build, build for the bigger big better good. So for everybody. You know what, uh, with all the agents we have on board, the most humbling thing in the world, and Scott, you're very nice about this too, when I first signed you up, I am so humbled and honored that they gave, they trusted me to put something together for them. That's the best part of the deal here, is that the agents needed it, we put it together, and I'm not the smartest guy in the room, I'm surrounded by smart people. I just developed the pieces, and they put it all together and ran with it. So I'm honored that I have a family now of, 12 of us that are just the salespeople in here. I got a, a one in Texas, California, Nevada, Indiana, Chicago, Ohio, Carrie Ball. I don't know if you've met her or talked to her. She's incredible and the mother of two. She owns a farm. She has a $6.3 million agency and she works full time with, with us. And she's just blowing the doors out of everybody. I can't wait to pay her her bonus check. <laughs> you know, thank God she's not our competition. Let's put it that way. So. Right. You know, the average premium in one of the aggregators for an agent is 800000 for that, the one of the largest aggregators out there. There's aggregators out there that wanted to charge me $8,000 to join and $2,000 a month. I just couldn't get myself to pay that kind of money. Right. So we put it together. Well, Bradley, you're quiet. So you got a question for me? I know you were in doubt. We I do mean, have that. No, no. I, com I completely believe now. Just, you know, at first you're like, wait a minute, what? But I apologize, I'm over here dealing with a fire as an insurance agency owner. But um, how do you go from not having a cluster to having a cluster? What was the first step? I guess the first step was reading the aggregator's contracts and trying to buy an agency. And the light bulb went off for Gary because I hired him on or partnered up with him to find me agencies to grow this thing. Once you're at, in Ohio, over $9 million, $10 million, it's hard to grow unless you do an acquisition or a merger. So... That was the goal. And to get some of the agents we tried to buy, Gary and I sat down, we read lunch, we do that a lot. And we decided we could try to do this better. And we put a contract together. And we sent it to Nationwide. And well, actually, we drove it to Nationwide. And they said, brilliant. And from there, we started going after the Nationwide captive agents. And we our deal uh, for Nationwide is uh, there's no uh, loss ratio parameters, there's no growth rate, and there's no retention to be part of our group. Just that alone in this economy, especially with the virus going on now, who knows what their retention level is going to be. I know my loss ratio is very, nobody's driving, but it came out that the agents liked us and it just grew, it grew faster than we ever uh, expected it to. So Ken, give everybody a rundown, and you probably have this memorized. Give them a rundown of the companies that are represented by 
the agency cluster, and then talk a little bit about LifeGoat. So we, we started off with the national carriers. We went to, uh, we got a deal with Allstate, Travelers, Safeco, Liberty. Interesting uh, one that we got was with Progressive. Progressive never gave deals out before. The only aggregator that had a deal with them at the time that we know of was ISU. We were able to bring in about $70 million in premium from across the country. I flew agents in. Anytime I met with a carrier, I brought agents with me. The carriers need to see this as real. I mean, it's, it is unbelievable nationwide allowed 17 or 1800 agents to become independent. It is the most interesting time and it's flooding the independent market with the nationwide agents. Who would ever thought, but I guess the distribution model didn't work for nationwide anymore. So, after we got the six or seven main car- national carriers, we went after the regional carriers. After the regional carriers, we have one carrier that has $9 million in premium. That's all they have. You know, it's smaller than my agency. We had to find and how to figure out how to fit everybody because everybody has different regions, different rules. So that was the problem. And, and probably the hardest part is seeing what the agents needed. So we're still developing carriers every day. We're probably at 36 carriers in our group right now. And we can't feed every carrier. So, Scott, I had referred you over to Rob Grotsky mm-hmm. at Jeanette Associates out of New York. Right. Rob's a friend of mine. He gave our agents access to almost 300 carriers as a wholesaler to fill in those gaps. And he's a great guy. I've been writing business to him for 15 years and didn't qualify for Nationwide. So we're still developing. We're still growing, still maturing. The back-end processes are enormous. We've got a great handle on everything. I know that your guy, uh, Justin, is doing a wonderful job to get the contracts done. And the carriers are really going out of their way to make sure we, everybody gets appointed properly. When you reach out to these carriers to, to strike a deal, obviously, Scott and I know how that usually is on the agent, on the retail side. How apt are they to talk to you being a new cluster you know, are they, are they treating you somewhat sometimes at first, like, man, nah, nah, and then they, and then they see, okay, what you got going on. What's that process like? So the, the first two or three that came on board, we had to chase them. Yeah. And then by the time they came on board, we had 250, 300 million, and then they started coming after us. Now there have been carriers that didn't want to talk to us and now they're knocking on our door saying, we got to get a piece of this, you know, so we want to be part of your agency force. So it's actually gotten a lot easier in the last, uh, I don't know, I would say 90 days. Yeah, the first few carriers, it was several luncheons and, and uh, a lot of meetings, and that was before the virus. Now it's one or two conversations, and we get a deal done. So I went out and got the commissions off of some of the other aggregators, and they're a lot bigger than us. And I asked the carriers, I said, I'm not asking for a special deal. I'm asking for a fair playing field. And I'm not asking for more than what you're paying the big, big guys. I just want to get the same deal. And it worked because I already knew their commissions. So most of the carriers had no problem agreeing to that. We already knew what they were willing to pay. So talk a little bit about LifeGoat. I find that very interesting as well. One of the pieces of the toolbox we were putting together for the agents is I'm a life guy. I did 500 life policies my first 10 years at Nationwide because I had to. Otherwise, I wouldn't have made it on the program I was on. So we, I made it to Life University, been the presidents and champions because of the life sales. But the average Nationwide agent sells one life policy a year. It, this is when we have 6,500 agents. 
we developed a program and uh, we partnered up with Tyler that the agents can quote 27 carriers in five, six seconds. They answer a couple questions, submit it to us. We do the application, the underwriting, the medical, and we even have a customer management system in the back end that they can watch every step of the way. And that management system, if the customer calls, he can, he can sign right in and see what's happening with the policy. And we pay the agent 100% of their top-tier first-year commissions with no minimums. So we're hoping that, you know, the, the hundreds and hundreds of agents we have will write one policy a month, and we will hit it out of the ballpark. It takes about a minute to do a life map. We do all the work. Let me ask you this question, because I know there's agents out, out there wondering this right now. I'm trying to think the way they think. First thing they're thinking is, what's the catch? Obviously, Let's say Scott's agency writes a policy with travelers. Start in July, we write 10 policies with, with travelers through the agency or through yeah, through the cluster. Do I get paid directly for that or does that flow through Ken? The deals we put it together for the agents is we never want to touch commissions. We want the agent to be directly appointed. The only thing the agency cluster or the collective, they're both called the AC, deal with is we participate in the bonus structure and then the $200 a month fee. We want you to get the check from the carrier, whether it's Travelers, Progressive, Nationwide. There's nothing in it for us on commissions. We're trying to make it independent and hands-off as possible. We're a co-op. We're trying to use our gross premium between all our, our guys to get a better deal for everybody. And so we're tracking and we, we track loss ratios, we track growth rates, and we'll watch the agency force. And we pay commissions or bonuses on dollar one. There's no minimums. If you sold a dollar worth of insurance, we'll give you your percentage. If it's a million dollars, you'll get a little bit bigger check from us. The goal here is just to have something that is so good they don't want to leave. Right. And look at the other contracts. And we did pull 14 agents out of a state that were with an aggregator already. And the bonus levels that we gave, that aggregator was paying one of our $4 million agents an $18,000 bonus check. With us, she makes $72,000. So she, she left that aggregator. She lost her $4,500 initiation fee. She'd much rather make a lot more money. This is a revenue game, isn't it? You guys are in business to make money. Ken, let me ask you a question. Has there ever been anybody do this before? That was why Bradley was so hesitant because I, I don't know that I've ever heard of anything like that before. I don't think anyone's done it, Brad. You came from the independent world. Did you see it? Nationwide gave us the opportunity by get, changing our contracts. It was just time. Ken, tell, I know the next thing all these agents are asking themselves is, how are you making money on this? So we make money off of their monthly fees, right? Uh, which is $200 a month to be part of our, our group. And then the other part we make money is we negotiate bonuses that the agents could never get. Uh, so we get a piece of the bonus at a, on the nationwide side. It's a 90-10 split. The agent gets 90% of the bonus up to $5 million in premium. And then at $10 million, the agent gets 100% of their bonus. There's no more work for us once it gets to that size of an agency. On the independent side, we do a split of 75-25. The agent's getting 75 of our negotiated bonus, which they would never get. And we take 25% of that. That's our business plan. So if our agents don't grow, don't sell, and aren't profitable, we don't get paid. Last question of the day, unless Bradley has any other questions for you. If 
a nationwide agency that's listening to this wants to get in touch with you or an independent agency or somebody that wants to start an independent agency. And is, I know four or five agents right now that are looking for a cluster or aggregator on the independent side. If they want to get in touch with you to start conversations on how to join the collective or the cluster, how do they get in touch with you? So they can send an email. They can go to our website or, and look up the, the agencycluster.com. They can put in their name and request information. They can call me directly on my cell phone at 440-478-7700. Sometimes it's hard to get a hold of me. Uh, they can call Carrie Ball, any one of our platform agents, and we'll have all their profiles up on the website per their territory. So they'll be able to look at the markets for that territory for them. Uh, other than that, I, I, uh, we do do a lot of internet marketing, and we do, you, you met us on Facebook, Scott. Uh, on the Facebook webpage, we have a whole marketing division that's going to be sending out everything to independent agents. And by the way, we're, we want independent agents. July 1st, we're independent. We want to bring those independent agents to the nationwide opportunity also. That's the goal here. And keep this partnership with Nationwide, since we have so much premium with Nationwide, we would like to support the, the company that's been supporting us for the last you know 75 years. Brother, I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you've done. You know, got your contract. It was easy to read. There wasn't any fine print in it. It was as advertised. I'll have to say I was probably a little bit skeptical when I before I read it over. But what you've done is just amazing. I think there are a lot of nationwide agents that are now part of the agency cluster family that should uh, probably owe you a, a debt of gratitude and a steak dinner for what you were able to pull off. Because had you not done it, that road was going to get pretty hard for some of us. I was one of them. Just so thankful for your tenacity and, you know, you and Gary putting your heads together and coming up with this. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. I appreciate it. And just on a personal note, I'm very humbled by all of this. My, my uh, network that we have and, and the friends I've developed, it, it takes a lot out of you. My wife's have been wonderful working seven days a week, 20 minutes. Now, remember, I'm in Ohio, so when I go home, California's calling me. So right. she, she's very on that. So we have a time frame here. We're running as fast as we can. Uh, Nationwide's been wonderful. The outside carriers have been wonderful. The life goat's wonderful. And, Scott, I, you know, everybody here probably already knows, thank you for your service being a Marine. Yes, sir. You as well. And, Brad, thank you for the time today. Absolutely. We really appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you for being on the show. I'm going to go ahead and close this thing out. Guys, listen to me. If you're looking at aggregators and clusters, I'm going to encourage you to at least give them a call or, or, or shoot them an email and see what they have to offer. And if you are a good fit for the cluster, we're a member of it here in our agency. I know Bradley has got direct appointments. He went a little bit different route. There's nothing wrong with either one. And I don't want to put any other agency cluster or aggregator down. I'm sure that all of them have their positives and, and I'm sure possibly negatives, but that's not the purpose of this. Again, as I have said for 180 episodes of the Insurance Guys podcast, my job is to help you agents in any way I can, whether that is a technology that I find that I'm utilizing, and there's a lot of them I haven't talked about yet because we're just now starting to utilize them. 
and I don't want to, you know, jump on the bandwagon until I find out how great they are. But man, I'm telling you, this agency cluster, agency collective that we're a member of so far has just been a blessing in my life. And, and I know that will continue. So uh, hope you guys, if you're looking for a cluster or aggregator, will will give them a call. Tell them that you heard about them on the Insurance Guys podcast. Maybe you can join our family. But uh, as I always say, rewards come from action, not discussion. Ken Urbania is a true example of that. Somebody who didn't just freaking talk, he went out there and freaking did it. And I hope that you guys will go out today and make money for your family, make money for your wife and your husband, your kids' college fund, and your parents that are struggling out there today. Go write good business for the companies that you represent and go write good business for the agencies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Thanks, man. Thanks, Kenny. Kenny, thank you so much, brother. Thank you very much. Guys, you are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.